ABC Saturday night. Starring Paul Simon. Jim Henson's Muppets A film by Albert Brooks And the Not Ready For Primetime Players Hello and welcome to the first in a mini-series of Best of Fives. This is Best of Five Saturday Night Live Characters Through the Decades. My name is Derek, and for this episode and this whole series, I am being joined by Chris. Hello there, Derek. Hello there, Chris. So, how did we come up with this idea, Chris? Well, I wanted to start doing Best of Fives like, that have something to do with going on like right now. Right. Me, me, you, and Matt did um, top five clowns. Right. Because and it I was just like, well, what's out. what's coming out soon? What's what's around the corner? And SNL is premiering the end of the month in, in, in September sometime. And yes, we've been watching that for you know our whole lives. It's like Christ, there's so many characters. Why don't we do an SNL character list? That's right. And it kind of grew. It went from doing. Since there are five, technically five decades, it went from doing the best character from each decade as a list of five to now we're actually going to do a miniseries where we take each decade and we do our best of five from there, uh, which is actually more difficult, in my opinion, than doing just one character one character from each decade. Because, you know, I, I was born at the end of the 70s, uh, so I didn't see the 70s shows until they were in reruns. And then we get into the 90s, and Chris and I were just discussing this off air. Once we get to the series that we were more familiar with, there's so many remember, memorable characters that it's hard to narrow it down. Absolutely. And you have to give uh, props to um, your your wife. Wasn't it her call to say, hey, you should do five from each decade and make five episodes? Yes. I think it was an excuse for her to get rid of me for five <laughs> times as opposed to just one. <laughs> yeah. Five, yeah, true. <laughs> So, as Chris said, uh, SNL is just about to come back on the air. Season 43 is oh going to... Oh, my God. I know, wow. right? It's yeah. going to air September 30th, and it's going to be hosted by the very sexy Ryan Gosling. And uh, musical guest is going to be Jay-Z. Okay. You, you hip with the Jay-Z? Is that going to be your next jukeboxing uh, music? He's bit? he's not on my list, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Chris, do you remember the uh, the first episode of SNL that you remember watching? See, I was I do not like okay. I I don't remember watching any of SNLs like like live on Saturday nights. But I but like you, as someone in repeats or, or or whatnot or online, and even when the '90s came, 2000s, and even now, I DVR it mm-hmm. and I, I will watch it, but usually on Sunday mornings. Yeah, I do the same thing with Hulu. I'll, uh, it comes on on Hulu like ten o'clock the next morning, and I'll you know sit with a pot of coffee and I'll sit and watch it and laugh. 
Um, I actually, I do remember the first time I ever saw Saturday Night Live. Um, when I was a kid, my mother was very protective of what I watched. So I grew up in a house of no Simpsons, which I watched anyway, and no Beavis and Butthead, which I watched anyway, <laughs> and no Saturday Night Live, which was fine because it was on so late at night. I was usually asleep at that point anyway. Right. Um, but we were at a family party and it was running very late into the night. And the first episode I ever saw was the one with Michael Jordan. Did I you ever see that one? Slightly remember, I remember it a little bit, yeah. It's the one where he dances in the hula skirt and Chris yeah. Farley's dancing with him with the, the coconut bikini. Y- yeah, okay. And from there, you know, I was pretty much hooked. And then with the, you know, with the birth of Saturday, with the birth of uh, Comedy Central, and then streaming services, and now there's a SNL app where yeah. you can watch every single episode at your fingertips. You know, you can literally type in a character and get everything. Yeah, it's 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 amazing of how long it's been on. Like, and 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 you can watch any any skit from Chevy as Gerald Ford until you know what's <laughs> what's going on now. I mean, it's it's and it's it's great because I love all the actors that came from Saturday Night Live. You know what I mean? Like after all the movies that these people like Eddie Murphy and Chase and Ackroyd and whatever Mike Myers and Will Ferrell now and Sudeikis, it's like everyone who comes from that show. I like. Yeah. I mean, we could do a list of just movies uh, featuring SNL alum, you know. That's, that's that would be that would be a fun list. Yeah, hell yeah. But that is not today's list. Today's is list not. is the best Saturday Night Live characters of the 1970s. And the 1970s was uh 1975 to 79 because they they premiered in 1975. Uh, I believe George Carlin was their first host. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Chris, why don't you uh, tell us who your number five of the 1970s was? And you're right. There wasn't many characters. Like, it's on for like four or five years. There wasn't many to like choose from. And I actually wrote down... I wrote down six. Okay. <laughs> um, Number five for me... It's it's a character that see I on on this list I didn't really like go back and rewatch stuff I just went by memory okay of what I remembered liking from it like I didn't go back and, and say oh that that's pretty bad or or it's awesome um this character has one scene that is stuck in your head for life <laughs> whenever whenever you think of this franchise you think of this gentleman who i love all my heart and kelly's not here she hates this guy his <laughs> name's bill murray <laughs> i know what your bit is <laughs> <laughs> and whenever you hear star wars which we all love star wars you think of nick the lounge singer singing star wars nothing but star wars this is the Nick Winter Show, and I do the entertaining. Thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of 77. Ah, Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Let's 
Bill Murray singing is what makes me laugh and smile. I don't even need to put the clip in. You just did it for me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, it says here he was, he was, he was the most popular recurring character, um, for, 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 for Bill Murray, which I don't even remember. I just remember that scene, that one scene skit of him singing right. Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely remember Nick, the lounge singer singing Star Wars. We may see him mm-hmm. again, uh, on this list, but, yeah, I, I honestly, I vaguely remember him doing it for other things, but I think the 70s and even into the 80s until you got to the mid 80s, I don't think recurring characters were as popular as they are now. Yeah. You know, like like you remember in the in the 90s, it was like every episode had to have the cheerleaders. Yes. You know or what I mean? Or church lady or something, yeah. Or church lady, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that was as popular back then when they were still trying to get their footing. But yeah, I really don't remember any of the other bits that he the any of the other Nick the Lounge singer bits. Well what was funny that he would like he he jokes or or, or schmoozes his like with the crowd. He would sing something and say, Hey, how you doing? Where you're from? And like talk to the crowd. Right, right. And him yeah, I don't remember I just remember the one skit of him doing Star Wars. Like I don't know if there was more than one or just I don't I care because it's not about Star Wars, you know? <laughs> yeah, he did a couple of Star Trek songs. Nobody knows about those. <laughs> exactly. Star Trek. <laughs> it's a big wreck. I don't know. Yeah. But that's my number five. That's a great Nick Lounge Singer. It's an excellent pick, Chris. Thank you. Uh, for my list, especially in the 70s, I kind of went a little loose with the idea of character. Um, my first character, well, my number five character uh was made out of clay, oh. and, that, and that would be Mr. Bill. Oh, hey, I'm in a rush to get home to see Saturday Night Tonight, because I hear the show's really going to roll me over. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Gee, oh, I sure hope I can get home in time to see the second half of Saturday Night. <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. I'm trying to get the best reception for Saturday Night Tonight, because I heard I'm really going to get yeah oh no mr bill yeah i yeah. remember that and uh mr bill was voiced and created by uh walter williams uh and he was the star of the mr bill show and basically uh this was like before digital shorts or anything like that um they would do Mr. Bill's show and he would come out and they'd start out all friendly like, hey, Mr. Bill, what are you doing today? And he'd be like, I have to go to the bank. And then (laughs) all of a sudden, you know, he'd be going about his day and he was just this big lobby clay person. And then a hand would come out and he'd go, oh, no, he's going to be mean to me. And then he would start, the hand would start like beating up Mr. Bill. And every single episode ended with Mr. Bill getting beat up by the hand or thrown under a car, thrown out a window or something really bizarre like that. But the reason why I picked Mr. Bill, other than the fact that he was one that I always remember, is to this day, I I still utter the phrase, oh no, he's going to be mean to me. So it kind of <laughs> just stuck in my head. Was, and, was Mr. Bill, like, did this, is this where Mr. Bill came from? Um, I believe it was something prior to SNL, but okay. I don't think it was. I, I don't think it was popular until SNL. I think it was kind of like, like how The Simpsons started out on Tracy Ullman. Oh yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, interesting fact: uh, the 
the actor that played Mr. Hand uh, yeah. is is Vance DeGeneres, Ellen DeGeneres' brother. Seriously? I kid you not. Random, random fact. Is he gay too or no? I, I don't know. I haven't asked him. <laughs> um, <laughs> if, if Vance, if you're listening and you want to let us know, please feel free to let us know on the message boards. If you want so, to come out now during Best of Fives and Towers, feel free. That's fine by us. We're we're equal opportunity and open to everybody. There's nothing wrong with that. That's right. So that's another podcast, Chris. Okay. <laughs> yes. go, go listen to Seinfeld in character. It's a great show. Uh, so my number five is Mr. Bill. That was good. Not on my list. That's okay. Number four. I'm going by memory. I just remembered this character... Um, making me laugh. He would always have a different job, occupation, position. He is probably one of the greatest original SNL cast members ever is John Belushi. Okay. With his Samurai Futaba. And now, another edition of Samurai Hotel. Excuse me. Excuse me. Like a room for the night, please. Actually, I'll be staying through till uh, probably Tuesday. Do you have a king size bed? One with a king size bed? All I remember is if maybe he works, you know, for a hoagie place Mm -hmm. and he'll put mayonnaise on the fucking big ass sword (laughs) and then he'll put it on a roll. He'll put on your fucking meat, salami, cheese, and then he'll fucking cut it in half, including the desk underneath. (laughs) That's right. And... I just, I just think he, he was just funny and how the sword was just cutting everything in his path or he'd make pizza and he'd cut that in half. And it's just, it's a, it's a character where you can't see him doing these job positions. And yeah. Belushi's great. I mean, he's, he's one of the originals, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I had him on my honorable mention list. Now, did you know that that sword was actually real? Well, no. Well, it... I guess so, because it never looked wobbly and rubber. You know yeah, what I mean? And um, I, f- I forget which skit it was. It might have been like dry cleaning or something, because he was he did work in a deli, and then he worked as like a dry cleaner, and he worked in a bunch of other places. But at one point, he accidentally swung the sword and hit one of the other cast members in, no. the, in the glasses, and like you see it cut the glasses like clear off the dude's face. So this guy wasn't wearing glasses, he would have been hurt pretty bad? Uh, he might have gotten, I, I would assume he would have gotten a pretty nasty cut on the side of his face. But but yeah, um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. You know, of all the people on the planet to give a live samurai sword to. Yeah. Cause John Belushi, yeah. We all know, you know, the early, the early 70s and what was happening, the drugs and everything. And you know these people were doing stuff or before or after and Belushi, you know, did he, did, did he die from drugs? Uh, I think so. Th- that's the rumor. Yeah. So, so, you know, he was, you know, on something every time he was on screen. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was a great character. It was just, it's like one of the originals, you know, whenever you think of the SNL in the 70s, you, you got to think of Samurai, you know? Oh, absolutely. That's a great one. My number four. Wait, what's there yours? You uh, my number four only appeared once on Saturday Night Live. Once? Um, yeah, his character only appeared once. Um, he wasn't even uh, portrayed by a cast member. He was portrayed by a guest. And I still, to this day, will sing along to this song. And that would be Steve Martin as King Tut. Now when he was a young man, he never thought he'd see People stand in line to see the boy King King Tut How'd you get so funky? Did you do the monkey? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He was he was married to his donkey and he was my favorite honky. Uh <laughs> I I honestly have no idea why, but for some reason Steve Martin came out dressed as King Tut and I believe he had the Blues Brothers band behind him or it may have just been the Saturday Night Live band and they were all decked out like ancient Egyptians and they sang this crazy song about King Tut. Uh, which I'm sure you can hear uh, as I put it into this episode, or also you could just, you know, go watch the video on YouTube because it's really funny. Came out and sang a song about how cool King Tut was. Yeah. Mm, you know? Yeah. And it was Steve Martin when Steve Martin was just, I mean, he kind of still is, but he was just so smooth and so cool. You know, and like. Was his hair white back then? Of course. Of course. I think he came out with a head of white hair. And he and he's one of the few who was never a cast member, but I always think he was. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's definitely one of those guys that he, it's it's like Alec Baldwin now. Like, why don't you just put him on? Yeah, yeah, you know? true. So, so my number four was King Tut. That's a good one, King Tut. Um, my number three. Which I just thought of this. It's ironic that it's number three because there's three characters in okay. this group. Um, it was made into a movie, I think, sometime in the 90s, like all SNL um, characters are. Mm. Um, Dan Aykroyd, Jane Curtin, and Lorraine Newman as the Coneheads. Hello. Phone company. Anybody home? Greetings. Is this the Con Ed Reticence? Con Ed, man, the name is Con Ed. I am Connie. These are my parental units, Beldar and Primat. Yeah, right. Well, okay, you wanted a phone installed on the premises? Correct. In fact, we need several other devices. Well, how many did you have in your mind? Thirty-five. Thirty-five? You want thirty-five separate extensions? Correct. Are you capable of supplying this number? Well, I don't know, Mr. Conehead. I'll have to check to see how many sets I have in my truck. Why do you need so many? We need them. We're from France. Oh, that's a good one. And I think Dan Agra was Beldar, Jenkern was Primat, and Lorraine Newman was Connie. You know, the the ordinary alien kid name. You know, mm-hmm. they they were just they were they were they were from outer space, and they were trying to make a living. You know, on, on Earth, and. Where you're from, France. 
we come from France. Yeah, and they they always when they're hungry they consume mass quantities. <laughs> um, when they're horny they they remember they used to rub their cones together as oh, a sign yeah. of affection. Mm-hmm. And then they used to throw those fucking round, furry, whatever horseshoe things <laughs> on top of their heads, you know, during for sexual pleasure and and it was in the seventies. I always would look for like where does the the rubber mask stop and the forehead begin, and I could never see it. Yeah, they did pretty well with that makeup there. Yeah, and it was pretty good. And then the the movie was fucking funny as hell, and it had all the nineties oh, yeah. SNL people in it. You know. <laughs> yeah, it, I, yeah. It was called Senso Rings. Senso it was, Rings. And somehow sexual in nature. It it was just. <laughs> it was just really original, and you know where you're from, France. You know. Now, they're they're characters that, um, I don't know that they still do this, but SNL every year used to put out Halloween specials. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you'd you'd be, you know, it'd be Halloween night and they'd be like, oh, from SNL. And then they would show like every Halloween skit that they did. Yeah. And they were always, always featured, you know, because they were handing out like waffles and beer to the kids. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that that's probably how I really saw a lot maybe of the 70s and the 80s ones was like the um, best of yeah on on comedy channel or something you know what i mean yeah i think she dressed up like a lipstick and had like a big collar and painted her cone red and i think he was always like abe lincoln or something because he had the the stovetop hat <laughs> i guess it was working on to hide that big cone head of his you know that's right that's my number three three awesome. three cone heads number three nice uh, my number three is uh, also Dan Aykroyd. It okay. is not Coneheads. Okay. Uh, this character's name is Erwin Mayway. Mainway. And what about this innocent rubber doll, which you market under the name Johnny Switchblade? <laughs> Press his head, and two sharp knives spring from his arms. <laughs> Mr. Mainway, I'm afraid this is by no means a safe toy. Okay, I'm just, I'm just want to correct you on one thing here, okay? First of all, the full name of this product that appears in stores all over the country is uh, Johnny Switchblade Adventure Punk. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, nothing goes wrong. These, these little girls buy them, you know, they play games, they make up stories, nobody gets hurt, you know? I mean, so uh, Barbie uh, takes a knife once in a while or Ken gets cut, you know? I mean, uh, there's no harm in it, I mean, as far as I can see, you know? And uh, he was most notably seen on uh, Consumer Probe. Where he was okay. a he was a shyster who ran a really shitty toy company for kids, <laughs> and uh, he would make really you know like unsavory toys and unsavory Halloween costumes. This was another one that you saw a lot on Halloween, uh, where one of his Halloween costumes would be Johnny Human Torch, and the costume would consist of. A bunch of rags soaked in gasoline and a giant Bic lighter. Uh, <laughs> one of the toys that he created was bag of glass, and it was literally I a plastic. That. Yeah, it was literally a plastic bag filled with shards of glass, uh, and it was usually Candace Bergen sitting there trying to explain why these things were so horribly, horribly dangerous. And then he would end up choking himself on like a Nerf football to prove that even the softest and cuddliest of toys is dangerous. But he was always so slimy, and so, you know, he could always twist the words and make everything that's bad sound good, and everything that's good sound bad, and he was so good at it. 
Dan, that's one of Dan Aykroyd's charms. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Now that's that's not the one where he shows you how to make something and cuts his hand off or something. No, no, that was him doing Julia Child. Okay. okay. You remember he was doing Julia Child and he was like trying to make a turkey and then he sliced his hand off. Yeah, and he, and he's bleeding everywhere over the fuck uh-huh. over the turkey and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so all right. So <laughs> you have one Aykroyd on yours so far. So far, yeah. And I I had one so far. Yep. Now, to my number, two. we got two. Another Aykroyd character. Okay. So maybe Aykroyd is, is the is the star of the seventies for us. You know, it could be. I mean, star- he he did influence a lot of movies and TV shows that we liked going oh. forward. You know. Yeah. Guaranteed. And this is another reason why I fucking thought that Steve Martin was on the fucking show as a cast member. <laughs> okay. Because him, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd and Steve Martin as the Fest Drunk Brothers. And there is a thing I will tell you. The two most swinging foxes had the huts on for us and are coming here tonight to let us hold on to their big American breasts. <laughs> nothing preventing them. After all, there's no other pair of Czech brothers who cruise and swing so successfully in tight slacks. <laughs> we are two wild and crazy guys. Oh, yeah. It was, um, your tuck was Ackroyd and Gorge or, or Jorge? With Steve Martin, two brothers from Czech, Czechoslovakia. I, I can't even say it in their fucking um, accent. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but what were they, Chris? They were they were. Well, you're gonna put that in there, right? Oh yeah, but you gotta say it first. <laughs> they were two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was just them trying to get laid uh, with their shirts buttoned down to their fucking navel. And how they would walk to the door, and they'd be shaking and smiling, and wearing their fucking hats, calling the 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 um, chicks foxes. Oh yeah. But they were so obnoxious that that they the girls you know left. You know what I mean? They were just they were they were just all alone, and they would say because we're too wild and crazy guys. That's why I think Steve Martin was a fucking cast member. He's always on the show. That's true. Yeah, they were great. I mean, they they just. Kept trying and kept trying, you know, never like succeeding, but never caring. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I guess because they're older, that's a franchise that could have been a movie, I guess, and maybe in the eighties or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Well, it's I, I like, do, uh, it's like, uh, what you call it, Roxbury. Yes. You know, I, and you're right, and I, I, I remember when Steve Martin was on or something, they did this again, like, you know, a lot older and whatnot. Ackroyd and him were a cameo in some 90s or 2000s skit. And it's just, it's one of the 70s classics, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing you could say for Ackroyd and and for Martin is they were never shy to come back, you know, and do, do a cameo, do an appearance or something like that. Well, like, I've always heard, like, them, like, SNL stories and shit. Like, just, just... The fucking stories that the hallways could tell. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh my god, yeah. For whatever, forty some years, just like this hallway and 
was the classics and you know it was just it, i i still try to this day i still try to get snl tickets but it's like some kind of lottery is it yeah you gotta like sign up and everything and if you get chosen you know it, it's it's so hard to get a ticket you know hmm. but that's on that's on my bucket list i want to see one live recording of snl all right so if there's any snl cast members out there that are listening <laughs> to best of fives tonight please two tickets please, please help tickets, chris out eight tickets <laughs> Whatever you, whatever you, maybe, maybe a walk on roll and weekend update. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. <laughs> now, my number two is the Fest Drunk Brothers. Well, there you go. Um, speaking of weekend update, my number two has something to do with that. Oh, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my number two is somebody playing themselves, but doing a, a bit on weekend update that. I I just always died laughing at, and that would be Garrett Morris, who used to read the news for the hard of hearing. And now as a public service to those of our viewers who have difficulty with their hearing, I will repeat the top story of the day, aided by the headmaster of the New York School for the Hard of Hearing, Garrett Morris. <laughs> our top story tonight... Our top story do you remember this bit yes i do we just talked about it on one of our star wars and character episodes actually uh, i'm trying to remember which one i'm blanking we know what's um, weird it might be the one that's not released yet. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That's why I don't remember it. Um, okay, so for, for those that don't know, Chevy Chase used to read the Weekend Update news. It used to just be Chevy. Um, and every now and again, they would announce that they were going to do the news for the hard of hearing. And it would be Chevy reading a story, you know, so-and-so got shot or, you know, the president did something stupid or whatever it may be. And in a little bubble above Chevy's head would be Garrett Morris, who was going to read the news for the hard of hearing. And basically Chevy Chase would say, you know, the Phillies won the world series and Garrett Morris would cap his cup, his hands together and scream. The Phillies have won the world series. (laughs) And he would, all he would do is scream. And it was, it was so simple and so stupid. And it, makes me laugh even now when i see it like i was watching clips getting ready for this and cracking up yeah you know that's the garrett morris for for me never was never one of my favorite characters on snl right except for that character that he did like that always made me laugh and you can't do that today because that's really insensitive towards the um the death people. Hearing, yeah yes like they they couldn't do that they Oh, they, they wouldn't hear it. Yeah, true. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. You know, we, we're we're a little too PC these days for that kind of humor, which, you know, we shouldn't be making fun of anybody anyway, but still. You know, it's all out of love. It's all out of love. And they can't hear it anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. So who's your number one? Number one. This is what we were talking about. We're going to do our number one, pick one from each decade. And this one... Psh- Went right to the top of the list. No questions asked. Okay. It is. It's a, it's a thing that maybe lasts three minutes. It's from one of my all time. What's that? 
Nothing. Did you, did you say sex life? <laughs> That's two minutes, all right? Oh, okay. Um, it first appeared in the fall of 1975. Okay. Now, if you're a nerd like me, and I bet you you know this too, there's certain movies that you know, if you hear a movie, like Batman, 89, you know the year exactly. Mm-hmm. Immediately. What do you think of when you, when you hear 1975? What movie? Oh, Jaws. There you go. <laughs> it was Landshark. Oh, Chevy so Chase good. as Landshark. Yes? Mrs. Arlsberg? <laughs> Who? Mrs. Barlow. <laughs> Who is it? Flowers. Flowers for whom? Plumber, ma'am. I don't need a plumber. You're that clever shark, aren't you? Candy Graham. Candy Graham, my foot. You get out of here before I call the police. You're the shark and you know it. Wait. I, I'm only a dolphin, ma'am. A dolphin? Well, okay. Whatever the voice, he, he, you know, they're doing, there's a skit. Someone knocks at the door. And because Jaws came out in 75, there was a huge, um, there's a lot of stories about shark sightings after that movie came out, obviously. Oh, yeah. People were terrified. Yeah. So SNL, you know, poked fun of it. This, per- this girl's getting dressed for a date or something. There's someone nice in the door. Who is it? And, and you hear, you know, what's going um, Flowers. And then she goes, I didn't wear any flowers. Then you hear Candy Graham. <laughs> and, well, who, who's it for? And, you know, he doesn't know who's in the in the room. And you hear, like, is, is Miss Fling Flosham there? And then she's like, "Who?" And he's like, "I'm Sam from that there." <laughs> like, like almost like, like, like Chonai, Chonai Bonai, Chonai Bonai. So then she goes, "Oh!" And she opens the door. And then dun 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 dun, and this big fucking shark uh, puppet, whatever mask, would grab the person and pull him out the door. Cracks me up every fucking time. Which I'm not even sure. If, if Chevy, I mean, it's his voice, right? Yeah. Do you think he's in it? Was it actually in the shark outfit? Oh, I doubt it. I'm okay. sure he was. I'm sure he was off stage doing it into a mic. But Chris, how many doors in your lifetime have you knocked on and answered Candygram? Oh my God! You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a, it's 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 set in your mind. You you knock you knock on a door, flowers, or you know, or birth. I don't know. Whatever he. It's been so long. I, I didn't I didn't go back and watch any of these clips, and I should. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you just did that whole bit by memory then. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, true. And I have watched those clips, and you were pretty spot on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause but it no, would, it's... Go ahead. But what make me laugh, though, a lot, like, you know, of course, Flowers, Candy Graham, when he would just say nothing. Is 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 Miss Fling Fling Fling? Like, <laughs> he would just make up a word. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that still cracks me up to this day. And, and Chevy, in his, you know, in his prime, in his youth, was fucking... Just phenomenal, you know. Oh yeah. Number yeah, one, he was, he was no problem. Land shark. All right. Well, my number one 
also was the number one that I was going to pick when uh, we were going to do, you know, one from each decade. And it stayed at my number one through the list. And it was actually one that was already mentioned. And I'm a little surprised at how high up on it, on your list it was, Chris. Okay. But it is Nick the Lounge Singer, Bill Murray, specifically singing Star Wars. And hey, how about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask, did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star Wars! That's weird that he's number five on mine and one for you. That that's pretty cool. I know. Um, like you said earlier, I honestly don't remember any of the other Nick the Lounge singer skits, you know, that he did. Yeah. But but good lord, you can't watch, you know, any of those specials about Star Wars. Uh, where they talk about the influence that it had on pop culture without seeing Nick the Lounge Singer. Absolutely. You know, every documentary, every, you know, special feature kind of thing, they've always got him in there singing it. And it's, to this day, I mean, you know, you, you go to see Star Wars, and I'll be sitting in that theater when uh, Episode Eight comes out, if it ever comes out, and I'll be sitting there going, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Nothing you know? but Star. I wonder if Nothing he. But Star Wars. I wonder if Bill Murray just like was that like written or was he just like I'm just gonna wing it and sing whatever comes to mind. You know. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he just won it. Yeah. But could you imagine if we go and see Episode Eight, and he just walks out before the episode, like before the crawl, and oh instead of doing the crawl, it's just Bill Murray standing on on the screen singing Star Wars. I would shit, piss, and come all at the same time. I am not sitting next to you. <laughs> I don't even know if you can pee and come at, at the same time, to tell you the truth. Well, if there's any doctors listening to the podcast tonight, please let us know. Because that's, it's, it's, it's like farting and sneezing. You, you, oh, can't do, you can't do the same thing, or both things at the same time. You can fart and sneeze. This has gotten really off topic. I'm sorry. But you this just is, have to be this careful is, if you do that, because sometimes you... Do a little more than fart sneeze. That's called a shart knees. No, no, no. <laughs> shart knees coming to the Sci-Fi Network. Shart knees. <laughs> so, anyway, back to topic. My number one was your number five, Nick the Lounge Singer, Bill Murray. Well, can I go back to my number one real fast? Sure, absolutely. I totally forgot because right here is like a little script, and his his thing here was Miss Joan Jonesburg. And she goes, who is it? And he, and he would pause and go, flowers, ma'am. <laughs> and then, flowers for who? And then you hear her go, him go, plumber, ma'am. <laughs> he would change it to fucking plumber. I don't need a plumber. You're that shark, aren't you? And then he goes, candy Graham. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I th- I forgot about this. Is He would always say, wait, I'm, I'm a dolphin. I'm just a dolphin. Oh! And that's when they would open the door. Bon, dun, yeah. dun, 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 dun. Oh, I love you, Blaine Shark. So silly. All right, All right Chris. Did you have any? Uh, did you have any oh, yeah. honorable mentions? I do. Do I? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I wrote down. I think if my I wrote down Olympia Cafe. Oh, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Yes, because I think if my memory serves me right, my, my memory is all horrible. I whenever people come in and order whatever hot dog or grilled cheese, they would just serve cheeseburgers. Oh yeah, no hot dog, cheeseburger. Yeah, cheeseburger, 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 and every and once in a while when we go to to a place, and I always say you know cheeseburger, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. No Coke, Pepsi. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. But that that's it. I just because there's hardly any characters in the seventies that I really liked. Yeah, um I had two that you had on your list already, Land Shark and uh the Samurai. But I also had uh Father Guido Sarducci. Do you know what? He is one of the characters who I never liked. Really? Yeah. I don't I didn't like, like him until I was older. Like I was in my twenties when I finally started to Understand kind of it? Get into them, yeah. Okay. And then the other ones, I didn't put them on my list. Like I should have. They should have been one or two. But I love the movie, the first movie. The second one doesn't exist. People, I love <laughs> the movie. Yeah. But but really, they were never a sketch or anything like that. They were just a musical guest, and that would be the Blues Brothers. Yeah, you you, you love those people. I, I, that's one there. Yeah. So I kind of just put them as honorable mention because, you know, it was more of a sketch, you know, like a, a musical act than, you know, than a sketch or characters until the movie came out. Right. But that's that's what I had. Okay. So. All right, Chris, do you want to go down your five to one for us real quick? Sure. Number five was Nick the Lounge Singer. Number four was the Samurai. Number three was the Coneheads. And where are they from? They are from France. <laughs> Number two was Two Wild and Crazy Guys, the Festrunk Brothers. And number one, Landshark. That's a great list. Um, I had number five, Mr. Bill. I had number four was King Tut. Number three was Erwin Mainway. I had number two, I had Garrett Morris reading the news for the hearing impaired. And number one, I had Nick, the lounge singer. So we only had one crossover. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, it, which is kind of amazing for the, the limited number of characters, really, from the 70s. You're right. You're, yeah, you know? you're right. So, well, that has been the uh, 70s edition of Best of Five Saturday Night Live characters. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode where we will tackle the 80s. Um, in the meantime... Like I mentioned earlier, you should go listen to Seinfeld in character. You should go listen to Star Wars in character. You should go listen to the Grady's. You should go listen to the other best of fives. You know, a new pass of popcorn just came out and it was hysterical and we're on a countdown till Mel. Uh, <laughs> go, listen, <laughs> go listen to Jukeboxing and don't forget to vote. Um, I'm voting for Caitlin this week. I'm sorry, Chris. What? Um Hey, man, pitch perfect. Don't judge. Okay. Um, and every single podcast that Matt puts out, because Matt's getting close to Halloween, and you know he's going to have a ton of really great stuff to put out. Oh, yeah. Um, so go to neozaz.com. Go to Facebook neozaz. Go to Twitter neozaz. You know, Instagram neozaz. Whatever neozaz. I'm sure there's probably like a Tinder account at this point for neozaz. Swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> We're old married men. We shouldn't know what that is. Um, anyway, go check out all of the other shows and come back soon for the best of fives SNL 1980s edition. 
Uh, thanks for listening. I've been Derek, and thank you for joining me, Chris. Anytime. All right. We'll see you next time.